0: Good morning. It is Friday, July 29th. I'm live on Twitch. Um, I'm recording uh, on this thing so you guys can see my screen and kind of what I'm working with here versus what I work with at home um, in Atlanta. So let me look at my notes here. I'm going to put this as close to the microphone as possible. Um, Key point yesterday, uh, inflation reading the economy is weakening much faster than anyone expected the key point is that the fed may not need to raise as fast as one thought that's why you saw the 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 just the markets kind of take a huge leg up yesterday i was up 1% um the dow was up 1% the nasdaq up 1% and the s&p up 1.2% we are almost at 4100 On the S&P that's not a good thing in my mind I think it just uh, means we have further to go down Um, Bill Ackman if you're on my Twitter uh, read my retweet of his great thread about uh, how much this doesn't make sense in that uh, if Powell thinks that we're at kind of even level right now it doesn't make sense it really doesn't um, because inflation is still gonna be here You don't have a Fed meeting in August. Your next Fed meeting is in September, uh, which means if inflation comes out for July, um, you know it'll come out. I think the first week in August, next week, or or the week after, if it comes out for July as still trending up, um, I think you start to see us trend back down to that thirty-four hundred on the S and P, like I talked about. and he's kind of expecting the same thing. Now, it doesn't mean the end of the year. We're not going to wind up uh, at the 4000 5000 level that we're at now, where we're going, blah, blah, blah. But I think if you see that inflation number, again, I think it was 8.9 in um, June. If July comes out at 8.9 or above or even close to 8.8, 8, I think you're going to see this market move down pretty significantly and pretty fast. Um I think it was my uh one of the people that I listened to or or talked to, maybe my Fidelity rep uh rep is the one that told me is uh and and the quote was, and I think I I wrote it down, um, but I remember the quote, um uh trash <laughs> trash bounces up quickly. And and what he was talking about is the high growth names um you know for instance uh you know shopify which is hugely down um you know a lot of those those stocks that were beaten down they're the ones that are kind of leading things forward teladoc is not because they're just not making money um mohammed elarian thinks the fed is going to be behind again um he was on air yesterday as the um the the, the some of the inflation numbers came out but it's clear, um, you know. Again, but we went up yesterday for several different reasons, but um, you know, the 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 Fed decision was probably one of them. Even though Wednesday's bounce was mostly the Fed, Thursday's bounce kind of confirmed that we're you know the market thinks that we're going in the right direction. But a huge day of earnings. I got a lot to go over. We are definitely in for an hour long podcast. So get ready for me to just. Um, ramble on for a while. First one I want to go over is a bad one. Intel. Um, Intel, if you intentionally wanted to have a bad quarter and say the CEO for some godly reason wanted to short his own stock um, and, and tank it, I don't think you could have had a worse quarter. Um, it was most likely the, the worst quarter in the company's history Um, Gelsinger, who's the CEO, uh, hasn't turned things around. It's clear. This is still a recovery story. Um, How long is his runway? Who knows? But this is ugly. They have an um, interview with him at 11 o'clock on CNBC. It'll be interesting to see what he says. Um, They gave horrible guidance. Um, The Guy Adami quote that I wrote down is, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Margins, which the street thought were expecting at 18%, um, was 9%. They couldn't have intentionally done anything worse. That was his quote. Um, Let me see if I have anything else on Intel. I don't think so. It was down, uh, let's see. If we run the algorithm on Intel, um, let's look at this one. Uh, You would have been in... At 36.90, way back on July 6th, Intel has kind of taken um, with, you know, again, 36.90, and you wound up getting up almost to 40, which means that you almost made your 10% in that stock with the algorithm. The algorithm loses you 41% versus just losing 15% with buy and holds. The algorithm actually does worse. The average win is 3.96. This is not a good stock to use the algorithm on. Um, You are opening up down near, let's see, let's open up Active Trader Pro and type in Intel here. I've got Clovis up, still love Clovis. Um, I've traded that one so many times. Uh, Intel, uh, you closed at 39.71, you're opening up at 35. I want to say, uh, this is at it. Yeah, it's at Right when they gave earnings yesterday, um, the low went down to thirty-five eleven, which is where you're going right now. There is nothing. Webbush cut Intel price target to thirty-five. Here's the thing: when you have an analyst saying that the price target is thirty-five, that means this the stock's going to trade around thirty. They do have a three point six eight percent dividend. You're gonna lose all that. I, I think, again, this is one that I would not go into. I would go into Nvidia, I would go into Qualcomm, I would go into uh, AMD, I would go into Taiwan Semi, I would go on to Micron MU. Um, I would go into any of those uh, well-run companies before I would go into Intel. Again, this is a company that is just broken right now. Uh, yes, Gelsinger may turn this thing around, the chip acts, chips act with them, uh, doing a plant in Ohio may turn this thing around. No reason to stay in there. None whatsoever. Okay, so let's get to the good earnings. And uh, my portfolio is very happy today. Um, Apple, uh, not as bad as expected. Um, and that's a a good thing. Um, you are up uh, significantly. You were up much higher yesterday when they first announced earnings. you were up at 165. Um, 164, sorry, 164 is where you went to when they announced earnings yesterday. You've kind of slid back down into quote unquote reality. I will tell you if this stock opens at over 160 and it's trading at 161 right now, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't open at 160. I think you're going back to the 52 week highs of 180, 182, which was January. Um, And again, I think you're going back there. That's if the economy continues to go. iPhone uh, sales were strong. Um, let me just read the note here. Apple reported better than expected results for its fiscal year third quarter helped by strong iPhone and iPad sales. iPhone revenue of $40.67 billion came in better than an analyst estimate of $39.2 Again, $40.67 uh, billion. Billion better than the analyst estimates of $39.2 billion huge, huge freaking numbers. I am one of the idiots who bought the iPhone 13 in this quarter, um, right before the iPhone 14 comes out, paid full price, have no problem with it. Apple gave me back all those earnings yesterday, Um, all that I spent yesterday. So um, that's one. Again, let's look at the algorithm because Apple has had quite a run here. And I think you're in from... um, all the way from 130, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think the algorithm said 133. Let's see. It's running right now. Um, 134 back on June 22nd. You could have gotten it at 130. It went all the way down to 129 um, back on June 16th. And you've had this run. The MACD has been solid. The RSI is way up there. It's at 69. My parents were like, hey, should we buy Apple? I said, no, you don't buy into strength, you buy into weakness. That's the hardest part of stock trading. Two hard parts, buying into weakness and selling, um, deciding that when you wanna sell. Two hardest parts. Again, it's psychology. That's why I have the algorithm to take uh, emotion out of the trade. But Apple is up 2.44% in the pre-market. Would I buy it here? Again, Two years from now, are you upset that you bought Apple at 161 when it's at 200? I think it's going to be 200 by the end of the year um, if we have a good economy. Again, if you don't have a crash, I think the good economy takes this one to 200. Um, The multiple on this one, let's see. It's still super, super large. Let's look at, and I'm going to go to Finviz. Um, Apple on Finviz. Oh, come on. Uh, Finviz kind of messed up on me. Uh, Finviz, the PE is 25. The forward PE is 24. The, the stock market wants this at 17. Um, you are 13% above your 52-week high, 21% um, below your 52-week low. Year-to-date, it's 11%. This has outperformed the, the S&P. It's outperformed the NASDAQ by a great amount. Um, again, that's they announced earnings. They did great. The other earnings that you have, and oh, back to would I buy it now? Depends on your time frame. If you're looking to get a quick um, and and you know a, a kind of a win, I don't think Apple's your one. Your your algorithm actually outperforms. Your algorithm makes you 67% with 25 positions. Your average win is seven percent. Buying and holding made you 52%. Personally, just buy and hold it. This is your savings account. This is the largest, one of the largest companies in the world that you're able to invest in. Um, you know, again, I can't, can't kind of tell you uh, what you want to do. It's about your time frame. I particularly wouldn't trade this one because uh, days like today, you just miss out on. Uh, you know, you'd still be in based on the algorithm, but God, you know, this downturn where it July 22nd, if you look at four hour time frame uh, chart, um, July 22nd, it went from 153 down to 150 and it had no confirmation. You would probably would have trade, and I think I even said this, hey, into earnings, earnings might be weak. Get the hell out of this one. And I probably said that. I, I know I probably said that. Um, So... Uh, the other huge one, and this one's huge. And I know I said yesterday, there is no reason to buy this one into earnings. There's a possibility because Walmart was, um, you know, so bad. <clears throat> Again, so bad. Amazon up 12% in the pre market. If you listened to the algorithm, and, and I've been saying this, the algorithm had a buy in at 115. Um, I saw it going into earnings, it dipped down. It was dipping down yesterday. It closed at 121. It is at 137. Um, Amazon reported better than expected results for a second quarter. The company said it expects third quarter net sales to be in the range of 125 to 130 billion, which is up 13% to 17% year over year. They're still going strong. So, Amazon Web Services killed it. Amazon Retail killed it. Um, Amazon is still so integrated into e-commerce and the American society. Again, they, you know, they they, they don't have uh, the exposure to um, the, the Euro as great. You know, they do it with their Amazon Web Services, but they don't have it from the the consumer businesses. Blah blah blah. So. Uh, I you know again, I can't tell you the RSI is at 59. Are you upset that you bought this one at 137 a couple of years from now? I don't know. This is one that you know if you look at a a weekly stock chart of this one um, and you go back. you are back to um, May of 2020. Again, you haven't made if you bought in May of 2020, you haven't made any money. On a weekly, you are trading below the 200-day. The 200-day is just starting to flatten out. Now, if we go to a daily, your 200-day is actually negative. And I said this, there's a gap here between 130 and 140. Um, This is going to almost cover that gap. Uh, I said yesterday, there's no way this one covers that gap, but at some point, it's going to cover that gap. Uh, It will cover that gap. It's going to gap up big today. That typically will mean it's got to, at some point, cover that gap on the way back down. The algorithm loses you 22% over this. Uh, the, The Just buy and hold loses you 23%. There is no dividend. So that is completely what you gain and lose. The average win is 3%. I think you have this either as part of the ETFs Uh, You buy a larger uh, tech ETF and this has it at consumer discretionary. I think it's XLY has it. This is the number one um, holding in there. I think you can buy that. I own a bunch of that. In fact, I'll tell you how much I own of XLY um, positions because I do. I I own Amazon outright, but I do have um, consumer discretionary XLY. I put a bunch of money into it. I have $75,000 worth of that. So I'm a big fan. It's going to be a way up today. Um, it has not performed very well. The 52-week high of XLY is 215. It is trading at um, 156. 52-week low was 133. So you're you're closer to the low than you are the high. Again, in a recession, consumer is going to come down there. So, um, third earnings that we talked about this morning, Chevron, huge. Again, energy, they just posted great earnings. This one is way up in pre-market. Chevron reported upbeat earnings for its second quarter and increased guidance. Again, the algorithm had you in at 136. In a bear market, this algorithm is killer. In a bull market, I should say, it's absolutely killer. It gets you in. as long as you pick the right sectors, it gets you in. Uh, one thirty-six. They're trading at one fifty-five. It's up. Let me see. Um, desktop, CVX. We're in Active Trader Pro. <clears throat> it is trading at one fifty-six. One fifty-six is the, the ask. Um, one fifty is where it closed. It's just, it just shot up. Your dividend of three point seven eight percent yield. God, you know, it, again. Buying this at the beginning of the week, um, let's see, this was a buy at July 15th. Um, If you had bought at the beginning of the week, which was July 25th at 145, you'd have your 10% on this one. I kind of said, hey, it's a $160 stock. Uh, So my belief is that it's a $160 stock. Again, this, this, this 200-day is moving positive. The 50-day was moving negative for quite a while. It started to turn around. The 9 and the 21 are moving up there. The problem is the RSI is at 63. You know, Take your profits in this one. The ex-dividend date is coming up. Probably hold it through the ex-dividend date if you've got it. August 18th, your time frame is key. If this is a long-term play, and again, energy I don't think is a long-term play. I think it's one of those medium plays where it's 6 to 12 months that you use. Um, but I, I do think that this is an opportunity for you to be in this energy sector. I don't think it's done. I think oil is up. Um, when you look at UCO, uh, it's crazy good. Uh, Exxon, super similar. They beat. They gave great guidance. Uh, Exxon, you had it's up 2% in the pre-market. Um, Chevron was up 4% in the pre-market. Exxon... You had a buy in at eighty nine ninety five. You're trading at ninety four sixty five. I'm sorry, eighty six ninety five. So you've got your ten percent in this one. The ex dividend date, similar to Chevron, is coming up September eighth. I particularly buy and hold this one. The RSI is at sixty seven. That MACD is still going strong. You're gonna gap up this morning. Um, There's no doubt about it. It's it's an unbelievable, unbelievable um, stock here. So. Uh, XOM, you know, Jim Labenthal, I think, bought it last week um, at around the, I want to say 80 price point, because this 86 doesn't represent the low in between the last couple of weeks. It it got all the way down to $80.69, and it bounced right off there. So Exxon is one that, that crazy, crazy good earnings. Um, we talked about Intel, we talked about Apple, we talked about Uh, Amazon. uh, By the way, if Amazon opens up 140, I think we're off to the races. Again, if if it does, it it is not there right now. Amazon in the pre market is 136. I don't think it hits 140. If we do touch that gap um, at 140, you're going to 160. So just just my opinion. Uh, Roku, um, how bad can you do as Intel? Roku may have done worse. Um, Roku is blaming um, uh, the ad industry, they're blaming supply chain issues, they're blaming anything that they can. There is no reason to be in Roku, it's going to gap down. The only reason to be in Roku is, uh, is it an acquisition target? Um, Roku, uh, let's see, what did I write down? Um, I can't find it. Again... the question is, do you want to be in hardware? And in my mind, you don't want to be in hardware. Uh, I think Apple has hardware, so I don't know why they would buy Roku. Um, Netflix, the only reason to buy Roku would be for the ad support, because Roku does have ads, so they could put that in, but they already signed a deal with Microsoft. Why would they want it? Uh, Netflix, again, do they want to be in hardware? No, they want to be in software. So Um, You know, does Microsoft buy them? Again, Microsoft doesn't want to be in this business. They're not getting into the... uh, They're in the cloud business. They're not in the content business. They've got Xbox. They're buying Activision. Does Roku give them any kind of uh, advantage? Well, could they somehow get a gaming platform on a Roku stick? No. There is not enough memory on those to, to actually do cloud-based gaming. It's just too slow. So again, the Roku stick is the big one. The Roku boxes are great. They're significantly better. Um, um, do, 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 do. It's up. Roku went all the way down to 60, by the way. I, I think, again, if it breaks that 60, look out below. Um, it just, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, let's go down our TQQQ. Holy crap, is TQQQ just a killer. Um, Again, if you got into this one, kudos on you. I couldn't have seen this week coming. Um, The algorithm says by on July 18th at 27. You are at 32 right now, I think. Let's see. Uh, That is a significant move of like, what, 30%, 20%? Um, You're at 3251. Just crazy. Crazy. Uh, let's talk about Nat Gas. KOLD had a big day yesterday. Um, it traded from twelve dollars and sixty nine cents to fourteen sixty one. So you got well above ten percent, close to twenty percent yesterday. If you traded this one, it had all of the 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 confirmation during the day. It was above the the twenty day, above the nine day uh, boil has no confirmation boyle is slightly down in the pre-market again I think this is let's look at the algorithm um, because I want to see boyle i I know I say hey boyle's got 150 left in it I kind of believe that one um, but again trade the trend look at the charts make make your own decisions um, boyle you'd still be in it but it is showing one of these typical patterns where the nine day has to cross under the 21 and it's starting to, it's probably going to in the next couple of days, that MACD is super high. The RSI went all the way up to 80. I talked about this on um, July 26th, was, which was what? Wednesday, Tuesday? It was at 80. The RSI was at 80. If you're looking at a short-term play, get the F out, You know, sell it at 98. It got all the way up to 98. Um, that looks like a, a, a near-term high. Would I buy it here in the anticipation that it's going to turn? The RSI is at 58. That MACD is crossing down. The reason the MACD is crossing down, but the algorithm still has you in, is because that nine-day trend line is so strong and it's so far above. The 50-day is finally turning positive on this one. Uh, The 200-day is just flattening out. So if I were to tell you, trade the trend on this one, long-term, which is, uh, I'm sorry, medium-term, which is the 50-day, is turning positive and it turned positive um, July 20th is when it and again this is a four hour chart if I were to look at a daily on this one because that's typically what technicians look at. Um, the 50day is kind of flattening out. Uh, you're not quite down you're right at the nine day right here at 85 if you were looking at a cross down on the 21 it probably is going to go down to 76. Again, the RSI and the daily is at 57. The MACD's kind of still got confirmation here. You've got volume all over the place. Um, there is volume shelf here at 57. And that's right where the 200-day is. Do I see it going down there? It could. Again, you know, you've know, you got a supply issue. Just like I said with oil, you've got a supply issue here with natural gas. So um, KOLD and BOIL, again, remember... These are levered and I don't trade them for long-term holds. I trade these for short-term. So if you're holding them, get the hell out if you're nervous. If you're losing sleep or you wake up and this is the first thing that you look at, get the F out. Just don't worry about it. These are short-term gains. You'll have an opportunity to get in. If there's a run, don't, you know, trade in. Again, I say that and it's easy. I don't have a side job. I can always sit here and watch the trade. Um, but if you're in these, get the, you know, get out, get out. You get it's a Friday, end of the month, Friday. Don't hold it over the weekend. You don't know what's going to happen over the weekend. If you're holding KOLD and saying, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know do well on this one, nah, get out. Let's see if you're in on KOLD because you have had such a violent move up here in the last two days because you've gained, I think you've made about twenty percent in the last two days. But you're still in on BOIL. Yeah, you had an entry yesterday on KOLD. Um, and, and again, the algorithm loses you 95%. Buying and holding KOLD KOLD loses you 98%. Um, the average win is 22% on KOLD. So, uh, you know, you made 20% on the last one at $14.80. Let's see, where are we trading on KOLD this morning? $14.80 if you're close to that. I'd say get in. $14.62. God, that's tempting for a weekend. But uh, that's enough about natural gas. Just those two. I'll talk about more natural gas later. Sunrun and other solar stocks. Holy crap. So Manchin uh, decided to agree and vote for this it's a significantly scaled down bill significantly scaled down let me see if i have yeah um so it's called the anti-inflation bill just to be clear i don't necessarily agree with this one 100 i agree with the intentions of this i don't agree with the actual spending the actual spending is too much we're just spending too much as a country get your money out of somewhere and spend it here, I'd be fine with that. Um, But if you're adding spending to the economy, I don't agree with this whatsoever. Um, That's essentially my thing. So um, you can believe politically what you want. Uh, I'm right down the middle politically. I... Mansions is, is in this because what they did was they cut it significantly down from like $3 trillion of spending down to $480 billion of spending. And there is some fossil fuel um, some money in there. So they're, they're, they're spending, but essentially what happened, and, and let's look at some of these stocks. Um, Plug Power, which was a good one. Um, Plug Power yesterday traded from um, 17 to 21. Uh, it opened at 20. So if you got, had gotten it, uh, you know, in the pre-market day before Wednesday, it's, it was 17 plug powers at 21. There's your 20% right there. You've got that one. Uh, fuel cell F C E L you traded yesterday, um, uh, at $3 and 35 cents. You went all the way up to $4. Um, again, you know, you you made a a, a ton of money on this one. Uh, Sun W, which is a solar company, um, uh, Sunworks, you traded at $1.63 and you went all the way up to $2.70, um, $2.00, I'm sorry, $2.17 in pre-market today. Uh, it's killing it. Um, Sunrun. I have to look up this uh, Sunrun, it, which is, the symbol is RUN. Um, let's go back to Active Trader Pro. Uh, I didn't write down the symbol; I just wrote Sunrun. <clears throat> You're at thirty-one dollars. You started off yesterday morning at twenty-three. God. Um, uh, SPWR is another one. Um, and I'm not going to claim these as winners cause I didn't call these out, but so I should have known this, um, and, and been in solar, um, $16 and you're up at 20. There's your, you know, what, 30%, 40%. Um, NOVA is one. Um, you started out at $19. It's at 25. So all of those, um, uh, what was the one that I did? Um, I think it's S. Oh God, um, I'd have to look at my notes. <clears throat> Years ago, I traded this um, Solar Edge um, Sedge S E D G. That's the one that I traded a bunch of times at around. Um, uh, I think it was around a hundred dollars. Yeah. You're at $341. I traded this one around $400. Or I'm or sorry, $100. Uh, and it was two years ago. Enphase, ENPH. Um, this one went from, and this one has been on a tear. I, I brought this one up. This one went all the way from 250 up to 275 um, let's look at the algorithm on end phase because I know I brought this one up. Um, Solar Edge, by the way, you would have been in on July 18th at 286. It's at 350 now. Great trade. If you got in there, um, we were going to look at end phase, ENPH, because I brought this one up, I think, last week. And I know you had a buy in on this one and I brought it up. Yeah. I think this one, when it crossed up on July 18th, I brought it up at 212. You're at 274 right now. So, um, yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy good. BABA is getting killed. Alert, BABA is getting killed. It's down 5% in pre-market. Let me look up. Um, and all the Chinese stocks are getting. And my assumption is it's because of additional lockdowns. Um, Alibaba, Jack Ma sightings in Europe will no longer boost the falling stock. Five best Chinese stocks. Um, Gloom returns China with worst monthly loss in a year. Alibaba stock has slumped this week. Here's why. Alibaba slumps his traders. Assess earnings risk. Earnings risk. Jack Ma escapes Beijing's crosshairs by giving up his power. Um, go and read these. The most recent uh, upgrade from Bernstein is July 20th. They put it in as an outperform 115 to 130 is the price target. Um, Let's look at where it is in pre-market. In pre-market, it is at 95. So um, you did have a MACD cross up here at 100. It is probably going to get you out on today's candles. They're earning or coming up next week, August 3rd. Uh, the RSI is down at 41. If you want to take a chance on this one, you can. Uh, analysts seem to be kind of knocking this one down. There is a gap here between 115 and 119, but in Baba, these gaps mean absolutely nothing. Um, I'm holding this one at a 200 and let me say um, 213 dollar price. So I'm holding this one at, at that price. Not a big fan of it, but brought it up. We talked about Chevron. We talked about Exxon. By the way, uh, with these energy stocks uh, kind of reporting record profits, those are the big ones. Look at Devon. Devon's at 6166. Like I said, buy it under 60, sell it over 60. I'm holding this one through earnings. There is no way this one doesn't continue to rise through earnings. And earnings are next week. I think it's August 1st. Yeah, August 1st. Um, look at Oxy. Uh, by the way, Devin is up 2% in the pre market. Uh, Oxy is up 2% in the pre market at 63.86. You've got, I think earnings are August 1st on this one as well. August 2nd, you've got earnings on this one. And Fang, uh, Fang has had just a crazy, again, Oxy is buy under 60, sell over 60, but I'm holding that one through earnings. Um, Fang, you had, and we briefed on this, you had a, MACD cross up at 108 on July 18th. You're trading at 123 today. So you've gotten your 10%, uh, if not 15, 20%. August 1st is their earnings. They're going to announce it. They're going to kill it. You got a great dividend to go with this one. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason. Again, those are energy stocks. Oil is up um, based on supply issues. And let's see UCO. Um, I'm looking at it in the algorithm right now. <clears throat> Uco and SEO are ones that I do not trade um, on a long. Invest in these are trades and these are short term trades. Thirty five oh five is the buy all the way back on July fifteenth. Um, you're at thirty eight sixteen. Let's see where you are in pre market because Uco uh, thirty nine dollars. You know again Uco is the play on that one if you bought it in. Uh, At any point in time, it went all the way up to 40 yesterday and kind of slid down. UCO was not your play yesterday, but do I see it going back above 40? Yeah, I see it going back to 50. Um, Getty Images, G-E-T-Y. I don't know why this one is up. Um, Getty Images closed at 10. It's at 27 in pre-market. Let me look at FinViz real quick real quick. Um, because I'm not sure what in the world happened to this one. Um, they're not even in Finvis. Um, this is a small cap. It's in Active Trader Pro. Let me see. Um, why is Amazon trading higher? Let's see. This has to have some news. Uh, Getty images rose 104% to 2147 in pre-market trading. There's no news on this. I can't find it. But again, it's doubled. 104%. God. Um, the only news is that that it rose 104%. I can't figure out why. Um, there is no reason. Let me see. Let me look at TrendSpider on this one. Um, just to see the chart. Because there is nothing like this in any of its past. Um, I saw this one just... Uh, it has... Yeah... It's got to have bankruptcy in it. You had a MACD cross up here on July 26th at $10.15. Before that, it has traded at $9, $10. Is this a SPAC? Maybe this is a SPAC. I don't know. But thought I'd bring that one up just because it it kind of is up there. Um, Inverse Kramer wins. Ethereum up another 10%. I posted this on Twitter. Um, Ethereum yesterday was up 10%. It's down slightly in pre-market. You were in this one right when Jim Cramer said, do not buy it at $7.20. You're trading at $12.73. You've almost doubled your money. Um, GBTC is not the same thing. It has just not performed uh, like ETHE. There's just, you know, GBTC is a kind of a broken tracking stock and you'd be out of it. Uh, ETHE, you would still be in. Goldman Sachs, we like this one. I said under 300, buy it. Over 300, sell it. You've still got confirmation on this one. Um, $300.37 was the buy-in on July 18th, right after earnings. I said buy it before earnings because the book value was so good. You've got uh, the next catalyst is August 31st. Um, where their ex-dividend date comes up. Um, I, I don't see it going significantly higher. It does have confirmation. So do I think the 340s in the, uh, the the cards here? I don't know. Let's look at uh, Goldman Sachs on Active Trader Pro just to see um, what the 52-week high is. 52-week high is 426 back in November. 52-week um, low is 277, which was just July 14th. Again, it was trading below book value. It makes sense. Buy it. It's below book value. Um, dividend yield is 3%, so, you know, whatever. Uh, your um, Nat gas plays. boil. we talked about. It's in a downward trend. KOLD has the trigger up um, if you're short-term. I would probably look at KOLD just because Boyle has had such a run. If you're still in Boyle, make your determination. Do you want to get out? Do you want to hold for a lower price? It doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of confirmation right now, but these things turn on a dime. So um, I'm not sure which one you want to play. Comstock Resources, it's trading at 1619 in pre market. It is up, it was down yesterday. Let's see, the the symbol is CRK. Let's see it in the algorithm right here. Um, CRK, you'd be in it, yeah, 1216 back on July 7th, um, and you're at 15, so you've gotten your 20% out of this one. Their earnings are coming up next week on August 1st, so um, their RSI right now is at 70. Um, The MACD is crossing up. They're going to have a crazy good earnings it really depends on where they say their outlook is going to be if they give any kind of guidance i think you're going to see uh, this one take off even with that huge rsi now again remember when i tell you this stuff it's just a guess i am not nostradamus and sometimes i get lucky sometimes i get completely wrong if you guys have been listening i led you wrong in shopify for the month of april I lost you 70% in the month of April on Shopify. Um, Qualcomm's a great example. I said at 170, God, this is a great stock. Well, I led you wrong there. It went all the way down to 120. I said to buy at 120 again because it was such a great stock. Well, you're back at 150. So I've led you wrong in a lot of these. These are just guesses. I just read these charts, look at them. Um, VET. Which is Vermilion Energy, which is another Nat Gas play. July 18th, you had a MACD cross up at 1997. You're trading at 24 today. So there's your 20% in this one. You still have confirmation. Their earnings are coming up August 12th. This RSI is at 70, um, 71.80. That MACD is huge up there. Um, again, th- this is a huge one. LNG, which is Chenier. And these are your natural gas plays. Um, uh, LNG is... uh, uh, God, this looks good. Um, This looks really good. And John, who told me yesterday, and I'll get to your picks, John, but um, LNG, 128.91, you're at 145 right now. Let me make sure because... um, Josh Brown, remember earlier in the week, Josh Brown said, if you beat that resistance of 150, we're off to the races. Um, And 150 was hit back in May. You're still at 156. You haven't beaten that 150. Um, So kind of waiting on this one. It's kind of capitulating. Um, The MACD is up here. The RSI is at 70. Their earnings are coming up next week, August 3rd, with the ex-dividend date coming up August 8th. I don't know. Um, I think that one is uh, maybe ready to kind of you know just capitulate and be here. Um, two plays: Viper Energy um, and MPLX. Both of these. Um, uh, Viper Energy is V N O M, uh, and this is one that uh, uh, Tom has picked out. It's got a nine percent dividend. Uh, the the algorithm has you buying in at 25. You're at 29 right now, so you've made your, your percentage. Your earnings are coming up August 1st. This RSI is just super high, 66, just like every other energy play. Um, but MPLX has a similar dividend, and I believe you've got earnings coming up on this one. Again, these energy partners, um, some of these uh, limited partnerships, They may announce special dividend. So get ready for that. They may be making so much money. August 1st, MPLX, you've got your uh, earnings with dividend coming up right after that. You're in buy-in at 29, and you're trading at 32 right now. Um, So you've got those. Uh, Tom wanted to bring up two, uh, and he gave me these a couple days ago, but EGLE, uh, he believes the pivot point is 70. Let me look at the chart to see if I... Typically agree. Um, I would say if this, again, this is EGL Eagle bulk shippers. You had a cross up here at $44.16. You're trading at $53. It's been a good run. Um, your earnings are coming up next week on August 4th. Your average win on this one, by the way, is 20%. So, Uh, The algorithm makes you 60%. Buying and holding on this one makes you 224%. I'm still a little skeptical of shippers being good on this one. But um, yeah, Tom, I would say I don't think your pivot point on this one is 70. I think your pivot point is probably, I think that 200 day, which I see at about 61 is going to be resistance. I already see a volume shelf here at 53 which seems to be putting in some resistance, but not a lot. Um, their earnings could push them through. Again, the Mac the last time the Macd was up in this area, you were at 70. Tom very well might be right. GNK, uh, let's look at this one. GNK is. Buh, 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 come on up. Genko shipping. And you had a MACD cross up July twelfth. Shippers have been, you know, doing really well in this market. 1650 or at 1925. Uh, Tom believes that the pivot point on this one is 26. So you wait for 26 and you sell it. Seems a little high to me. I, I think if I got near 20 on this one, I would probably take profits again. If you bought in at 18, I haven't briefed on this one, but we're briefing at 19. Um, I think the run has, you know, your earnings are coming up next week. Your RSI is just high. Um, G R I N is another one that Tom brought up and I wanted to bring up here. Um, if I can get to this G R I N got these sidebars come up a lot. Um, I don't like the sidebar. Um, no, I don't want the sidebar. Uh, so G-R-I-N um, is, wow, you had him actually cross up and cross down in the same thing. This looks like a grain corp. No, that's not it. Why is it putting in uh, Grin? Yeah, Grindoid Shipping, it's another shipper. He believes the pivot point is at 26. Uh, just like the other shippers, you've had a crazy good run in this one. Um, In at 15 on the algorithm back on July 12th, you're at 17 right now. So you have come close to your 10% on your 20% on this one. I would say 22, no, 19. My particular sell on this one would be 19. Again, it may go well above that one. Um, Tom's much more into the shipping stuff than I am, but it may go well above that one. Now, let's get to um, some of the listener uh, people have asked me. Um, John from Louisiana asked me to look at Ford. And here are my thoughts on Ford. Ford, in my mind, has always been a hype play. And the reason it's a hype play is because the CEO is, quote unquote, best friends with Jim Cramer. And so anytime you hear this one on CNBC, it, it continues to go up. Now, here's the thing. They reported a pretty good quarter last quarter. Um, Jim Farley, who is their CEO, is focused on making money. Uh, I believe he's doing the right thing. Um, I just don't know that Ford can do this. They've kind of split the company into two divisions. They've got the electric division and their ice division. I think that's the right move to make. Uh, the problem with Ford is they are using the ICE division to fund the electric division. Um, Ford, actually, in my mind, it, of the 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 big the big automakers, I think Ford uh, and Volkswagen are doing EVs right. Ford actually hired a bunch of people called angels. I think electric angels is what they're calling them. And essentially, they were going out and driving around. They're, they put a place in the Ford um, uh, infotainment center where you could report bad uh, chargers because Electrify America is so bad at, at managing their charging network. Um, and as a person who owns an EV, that charging network is like your gas station. Imagine um, driving down the freeway and you get to a gas station and it's closed. Um it's out of service, doesn't have any gas, you can't fill up um, and you don't have enough gas to make it to the next station. That's what you're hitting with some of these um, uh, some of these electrified America stations. Now the algorithm has you in and I think I talked about this on July 7th at 1156, you're trading at 1399, almost $14. Um, so you have gotten your 20% on this. It's trading right at the 200-day on a uh, on a four-hour chart. If I go to the daily and I look at, again, trading the trend on this one, the 50-day is starting to turn positive. I think this one trades between 15 and 10. Um, your 52-week low, well, I shouldn't say 52-week low, it hit $10.61 on July 5th. So, um, you know, again, their earnings were great. There's no real catalyst coming up until their next earnings, which is on October 26th. Uh, There is a gap here between 18 and 20, that at some point it will get filled. That is going to get filled when we get to a better um, economy. And again, Ford's forward PE is six, their current PE is uh, four. When you look at GM, um the pe is 5 and their forward pe is 5 so i i don't want to say that ford needs to come down um you know because again that's a great great forward pe for a company the problem is the margins on these they're 45% off their 52 week high they're 31% off their 52 week low so you're trading right in the middle of this quote unquote 52 week range um not super super positive the dividend is 2.8%. Here's what I would tell you. If you drive a Ford, if you like a Ford, if you're, you're allegiant to a Ford um, as your vehicle, buy the stock. Other people will be too. Um, again, I think Jim Farley is a good enough CEO. He's doing the right thing, that it's not a broken company. You can like the, like the actual product, but the company may be broken. I don't think Ford is broken. They haven't taken government government bailouts. Um, GM, probably going to get another. The only reason I'm GM is uh, for their cruise division. And I think at some point they'll screw that one up too. Uh, but I, I think that's a good one. Ford, in my mind, again, John, if you if you drive a Ford, I would buy it. Um, and if you like Ford. Now, uh, am I going out and buying Ford here? Uh, I'd probably wait for a little bit of cool down after those earnings because they did have um, a pretty good earnings, and it has been shooting up since then. Now, if I owned it, would I sell it right now? Um, let me look. I kind of switched to your next one, so let me go back and look. Um, on a four-hour chart, I ki- again, remember the algorithm had us buying in at 11.56, and you're at 13.99. You do have confirmation above the 9 and the 21. The problem is that the RSI is at 76. For a stock like this, the RSI is not going to stay at 76 for very long. So it's going to get sold off because it's too overbought. So in my mind, if you want to take the profits, I think you take the profits now. Uh, Don't blame me when it runs up to uh, 20 on this one. But again, I think Jim Farley is a good CEO. I think the company as a whole is much better run than it was before. Um, So Ford, in my mind, even though I do think that it's a, um, uh, it is a, uh, a hype play with Kramer, I think you can own it. So, um, let's look at, he wants to, also wants me to look at Flex LNG. Um, let me look at what this is. Uh, I, again, if you guys know, I don't do a lot of research for this show. So if you ask me to look it up, I'm usually doing it on the fly. Um, It's a gas company. Flex LNG, through its subsidiary, engages in the seaborne transportation of liquid natural gas worldwide. As of February 16, 20, 2022, it's owned and operated nine M type electronically controlled, controlled gas injections. Oh, this is liquid natural gas. John, man, buy this one all day long. Let me look at it real quick. Forward PE is 1422. Let's look at them versus LNG. So 14.22 is the forward P is the PE. LNG, which is Chenier, has a 10. So um, FLNG, this one might have been running for a while. Uh, God, but you've got a 9.5% dividend on a natural gas play. Get me this stock. Um, Here's the problem. You've run from 28.47 to 31. You still have confirmation. Their earnings are coming up August 15th. Um, If you're not in this one, I would probably wait to get into this one until uh, Chenier, LNG. Um, Oh, come on. When is LNG's earnings? Uh, LNG, I think, reports next week, August 1st, I think I said, somewhere in that neighborhood. LNG reports August 4th, August 3rd, sorry. LNG reports August 3rd. Uh, FLNG reports, and you might miss some of the run. Realize, remember, part of being a good trader is being patient. Uh, FLNG reports August 15th. Personally, what I would do, if you're not in this one, I would um, probably wait um, until Chenier, LNG, reports. Uh, if you are in this one, continue to hold. There's no reason to sell. The RSI is super high uh, at 67, but I think you'll trade above 30 all the way into earnings. I, I don't see a, a a this one going below 30 before earnings. So if you're in it, hold it. If you don't own it, I wouldn't necessarily buy it at this level. What I would probably do is wait until Chenier reports. And if Chenier reports, and this one um, is trading around that 30 level, uh, if it does dip down to the 30 level, I'd probably get into that one. Uh, And, 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 you know, again, it's liquid natural gas. How can you go wrong? It is, let's see. Let me look at their FLNG because Chenier, just so you know, LNG trades about two, 2.7 million shares per day. Um, FLNG is a micro cap. They only have a $1.7 billion uh, market cap. This one, on a 90-day volume, trades $637,000. On a 10-day volume, you're only at $374,000. Um, your 52-week high on this one came on June 6th at thirty three. So in my mind, you probably have that 33 within sight between now and earnings again if liquid natural gas continues to go up. I can't imagine that it doesn't. But again, um, you know, I'm not an expert in this space. Uh, If you're in it, I would stay in it. I'm looking for some... We don't have any analyst coverage whatsoever, so I really don't have a price target. Um, And since I don't know it, I I would kind of go with... You know, just my knowledge of natural gas, you've got a supply issue. Uh, Eduardo wanted me to go over WEC, which is, do, 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 do. he said it's a utility. Sorry, the dog's awake. That's the ear flapping that you hear. WEC Energy. Let me look at this one real quick. Um, this one is a utility, and he mentioned that. Utilities and healthcare in uh, recession-type periods really, really do well. So this one WEC through its subsidiaries provides regulated natural gas and electricity and renewable non-re- non-regulated renewable energy services in the, in the United States. So it's United States specific um, where we have semi-regular natural gas selling at between six and eight dollars. The latest credit suites took their price target from one hundred eight down to ninety eight, and they took it down to an underperform. That's not great. Forward PE is super high at twenty two. Their PE is twenty four. Good dividend at two point eight three. They are only four percent off from their fifty two week high. They're eighteen percent off their fifty two week low. Year to date six percent. Uh, WEC in the algorithm just had a cross up here, July 26th at 167, 100 um, dollars and 67 cents. You've got their earnings coming up here, August 1st. Again, they provide liquid and natural gas, electricity um, here in the United States. It's a utility company. Um, the 52-week range is. Eighty-six to one hundred eight. So I, I think that one hundred eight is going to provide you a significant again with a utility that's going to provide you significant resistance. So at one hundred, it's it's selling at one hundred two in pre market. Um, your your algorithm win is eight point five three percent versus your buy and hold is nine point one two percent um your average win on this one is 5.42% there were 31 trades within a 2 year period which means it's gotten you know it's it's been rather volatile uh personally i don't know that i necessarily would trade this one if you want to stay in utilities i don't think it's a bad one it's just expensive um uh, let me see what some of the competitors are i'm going into uh, Fidelity, and I type in WEC, and then on its um, the page where it has, I can look at comparisons against uh, similar utility companies um, and kind of tell you uh, where they are as far as the industry goes. So WEC, its PE is 22. The industry average is 19. Uh, American Electric Power, which I actually like, their PE is 19. They're up seven percent in a fifty-two week performance. So one year performance, they're up seven percent. WEC is up four percent. The industry average is eight percent. When you look at these other PEs, WEC doesn't look so expensive. Like Excel Energy, um, they're at a twenty-two. DTE Energy is twenty-one. EverSource is at twenty. You know, again. WEC is kind of the expensive one. I don't know enough about utilities. I would say, hey, if you want to, if you want to do this one, it's probably not a horrible one. Um, their dividend is two, two point eight three. Um, yeah. Personally, Eduardo, I think there's better, better places in the market for your money. If you're trading, if you're investing, not a bad one. Not a bad one at all. I wanted to check in too on um, Roshni's uh, SGML because we looked at this one. This is the lithium play. Um, And we looked at this one earlier in the week, and I wanted to see where it's gone as far as the week has gone um, because I think we did a MACD cross up. We had a MACD cross up here at 1508, and you're trading at 17 right now. So, it was a good trade. Um, got you in at 1508. Wow, that RSI has just gone up. They've got earnings coming out August 8th. So, Roshni, good trade on that one. Your other one, Neo. Um, Neo, I think, has been in a downward spiral with the Chinese stocks. Yeah, trade the trend. It's on its way down. You do have a gap up here between 21 and 22. I told you I just don't trust the Chinese on this one. Um, it's using that 200-day support. You got earnings coming up on August 10th, um, and Lala App Harvest. Let's see if I was right on this one because I think did they did they announced earnings already? P H A A P? No, I'm sorry. It's A P P H. Uh, App Harvest. Let's look at the algorithm on this one. Um, yeah. Ironically, it had you out July 27th with a 25% gain. Their earnings are coming up August 3rd. Um, I think I gave you the right information on this one, if I'm right. Um, It got you out. It looks like just under four. Um, In my mind, I think this one trades right around four up until earnings. If you have some knowledge of App Harvest doing something great, 4 seems to be the short term kind of um pivot here the 9 the 21 the 50 and the 200 all of these av- uh moving averages are trading right around $4 um $4.01 the 200s at $4.05 um you know again it's right around 4 so i would say between now and August 3rd, $4 is your trading. The RSI is in no man's land at 48 The The MACD is kind of just moving down a little bit. Um, it's not crazy. So I watched uh, Charlie's uh, Zip Trader Charlie's um, video last night and he had several good um, trading opportunities. He had TBLT, which he believes, and you can go look at uh, previous day's videos if you want, TBLT he believes is a short squeeze. Uh, the RSI is at 60. I think you can trade this one. This is Tough Built Industries. Um, Stanley Black and Decker last night had just a horrible, horrible earnings. They were way down, so TBLT believes. Sega, which is the monkeypox vaccine. Um, Sega is one, I think the our, the um, algorithm has us in um, at a significantly yeah, $15.15. The last trade on this one was a 14% gain. This $15 trade, you're at 15, you're at 22 right now. This is way, way overbought. Now, mind you, the performance chart on this buy and hold gets you 226%. The algorithm gets you 153%. So the algorithm is is nothing short of spectacular on this. Your average win is 12%. The the problem is that you've still got a lot of people holding at 12%. So at 22, some people at 12, at 24, people you know, want to double their money. They very well may get out of this one. GOVX, if you've been trading at all and you look at the most active stocks, G, um, this is a vaccine maker. I think it's involved with monkey packs as well. GOVAX Labs, um, in the recent days, it has popped up from $0.80 cents all the way up to $1.90. This is a, another good um, trading opportunity right there um, let's see, Viper, MPLX, NatGas, EPD, um, Getty Images, Enphase, Plug. I'm just going over my notes. Remember, UPRO Upro is the bull market. SPXU is the bear market. TQQ is the bull market. We went over that one. SQQ is the bear market. And you've got SARK. Uvixi is getting killed um uvixi the vix is down at 22. um this is gonna pick up at some point in time and i know i continue to tell you guys this um it's a 10. i mean you know again ten dollars is where uvixi is uh it's not like xvc has been you know killing it s is at 53. um 52 rai is 64. So, you know, you went from 52 to 53 yesterday. It's not a crazy, crazy jump, but again, the VIX is at 2199.22. It's just going down. Um, So I see that Uh, Tinto. We looked at Tinto. uh, It is above 60. Um, So I I said, hey, I'm not going to mention Tinto anymore. Uh, Rio Tinto, RIO is the symbol. Um, we briefed on this one and said it had a buy in at 5751 it's just above 60 um we briefed on gold gold hat it's worst it is so oversold right now um GOLD is a mining company uh what's it called Barrick Gold Corporation and i said it's way oversold the uh, algorithm had you buying in at 1593. You're trading at 1562. You went all the way down to $14..80 um, The RSI is at 44. It's slowly come up. It hasn't come up enough. Their earnings are coming up August 5th. Again, it's a metal company. So uh, we talked about FCX, which is a, another mining company for um, commodities. And if the price of copper was gonna rise, then we'd see this one rise. We've seen this one go. We had a uh, July 7th, 29.18, and you're 29.84. There's a gap down here at about $27. Um, they just announced earnings. There's no catalyst on this one. I just wanted to point out that this one has gone from about 24 up to 29, almost 30. Um so it's been a good run you've gotten your 20% out of this one if you did wind up buying at the low. Uh it's not it got another gap here between 30 32 and 34 which I would probably think that again with with this one kind of running up in that neighborhood I think this could make it. Um it but it doesn't have a catalyst and and the RSI at 61 do I think it goes from 30 to 34? you get your 10%, but again, I think there's better opportunities there. Stanley black and Decker. Let's look at this one. I said, this one it just got killed. Um, SWK is the symbol. Um, and let's look at, um, active trader pro on this one because today's move is just what I want to look at. Um, so you closed at 98. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, It was yesterday. You went from 118 yesterday uh, all the way down to 98. Um, So let's look at FinViz on this Um, because Stanley Black and Decker. This was a pandemic play when people were buying tools for home, blah, blah, blah. Their forward PE is 8. Their PE is 12.83. They are 51% off their 52-week high. Um, their most recent analyst, uh, downgrades were, um, down to a $222 price target. Um, Stanley Blackenbecker leads the client after two makers week quarter leads slash guidance. So I, I don't think there's an opportunity here. Is it going to bounce off the bottom? Who knows? Um, but let's go down to our notes. For some reason, my notes app, um, kind of moved me all the way up to the top. So we went over Tom's picks, uh, Bill Ackman, talked about Bill Ackman, Oil, sub, oil's up on supply issues, Devin Oxy, Fang. Uh We talked about Chevron and Exxon, Bobbix getting crushed, Enphase and all of the, um, the, the, the solar power ones. We talked about Charlie's uh, Zip Trader, TBLT, Sega, GOVX. We talked about UPRO, SPXU, TQQQ and SQQQ. Um, SGML and Neo for Roshni, we looked over that, Ford and Fling for John, um, Tinto, we looked at Gold, we looked at um, Freeport McNamara, Stanley Black and Dector, um, yeah, Trash Turns Quickly, I have that one right, written down, uh, SPG, we're going to look at a couple of long-term ones, SPG, which is Simon Property Group, I had mentioned this one that I liked at around 100, um, 102, 108, it has been sliding down, but this one has seen a huge, huge uptick. Uh, The algorithm on July 18th had you buy in at 97. You're at 107 right now. Their earnings are coming up on August 1st. Uh, Now the question is, are they in the uh, Walmart category with the malls or are they in the Amazon category where all of a sudden they start to see the consumer as strong? Uh, This one was interesting. Qualcomm, we talked about this one. This one had quite a pullback after their earnings um, because they just gave weaker than expected guidance. This was a crazy good stock from 126. Um, We had the buy-in on July 6th. You're trading at 148. This has the typical of, hey, it was oversold, overbought. And so after earnings were just coming down, Um, it hasn't gotten you out of that 126 play. I would, the next catalyst you have is August 31st, is their, um, their ex dividend date. Uh, another one that was way up is Microsoft after earnings. I said, hey, buy Microsoft in the 260s. You won't regret it. It's at 277. Right now, you had a MACD cross up at 269 um, yesterday. So, again, I don't think you're going to regret buying this one. If you want to wait for the 250s at some point, I think you get to 250s. Um, Tesla was up on the news. Uh, the new bill that Manchin agreed to didn't have any union requirements for the uh, the, re, re, the refund on the, um, the EV sales. This one's up 1% at 853. I stick by anything under 700, you buy. Anything over 700, you sell. Um, this one has a gap here after earnings between 749 and 765. So if you get towards the 750 level, maybe you buy at that point. Um, KOLD had a big day, Roku, Amazon, Apple. I think that's it. I am traveling to Los Angeles on Sunday, Monday. I may have a podcast. Again, remember I'm on Twitch Live. So I'm trying to do Twitch Live where I just put my phone up and record there. Um, But if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, Again, I think we end the month strong here. Uh, the, the futures are way up. Amazon, consumer discretionary, uh, Apple, oil, you had way up. Um, so if you have any questions, hit me up, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I hope you, have a, you guys have a great weekend. Okay, uh, take care.